Okay. Hi. This, my name is Myra. <laughs> Hi. My name is Myra. And I'm Suchil, and this is Besties in Business B2B TV. And today we're here with Meredith Wega Perez, who is one of the founders of Belle Fleur. It's a floral and fragrance company. And you've probably seen some of their beautiful candles, diffusers at any luxury department store or boutique near you. I love it. But Thank we'll you. Meredith, many, many years ago. Many moons. And your mom yes. was as florist for an event that we did, and so that which feels like ages ago. So tell us a little bit about kind of the genesis of Bellefleur and then sure. going into fragrance. Absolutely. Well, it's been almost 20 years since we started the Bellefleur, wow. the brand. And wow. it's, it's time has flown by, and honestly, it's been an incredible journey. And it doesn't feel all that long ago, I remember the very early days of it just being my mom and myself, just the two yeah. of us, doing everything from buying the flowers, conditioning the flowers, designing the flowers, delivering the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> every, every, and, then, and then the invoicing, we did every step along the way. And as we hired, in fact, our first hire, his name is Malik, he's still with the company. Wow. And, and it's so, it's, it's very cathartic actually. And it, it has grown into something so beautiful and something that I'm very, very proud of. It's my first baby, yeah. um, even though I have two daughters. It's, <laughs> it's really my first love, and I, I got the bug. I got the entrepreneurial bug. I think my grandfather, my grandfather is the first entrepreneur in the family. My dad then, and my mom, and then myself, and hopefully my daughters will understand the importance of having something of your own and being super proud of it and yeah. rolling up your sleeves and putting every ounce of energy and passion into it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's really interesting because it's so true that you know, when you first start a business, you kind of do everything, right? Absolutely. And so like, but it, it's, it's also really great because it helps you understand exactly when you look to hire sort of what you're looking for. You're like, I know how to do that. I delivered my own flowers. Now I yes. need to find somebody who like makes that better. But I think what are the things that from you know the beginning you still love to do and that you would never sort of hire somebody to do for you? You know, I love I love meeting my clients. I love spending time with my clients and um, understanding That's not their what vision. I you were no, gonna say. That is not the most surprising answer. No, I, I do. That. I get. I'm a true romantic, and yeah. I get. I get carried away in their story. Uh -huh. um, and it's not. It's not about necessarily Belfleur. It's about how do I take their vision right. and understand it fully. Understand where they're coming from. It's not. It's the yes. It's their dress. It's the venue. It's the season. It's their color palette. Because now things have changed, and they are. They do play creative director just as much as I do. Right. So it's this collaborative. Um, exchange of ideas and I love that I love I love that from day one I still love it now yeah. um, and, the, and the clients motivate me to constantly push myself yeah. uh, to find new ideas to look for interesting color combinations and textures and transform a space into what they've always imagined and what they're gonna fall in love with the day of their wedding so tell me about I guess when you started though, it always, Belfleur from the very beginning, to, it seemed mm -hmm. to me, always was a little bit more than just being a place to go and get your flowers. Right. Mm -hmm. um, was that a conscious decision to sort of establish it as a brand and what choices in the mm -hmm. small term, in the beginning early stages did you do to make that happen right. and how has that helped you now? Well, I am a brand junkie uh -huh. and I, I come from Calvin Klein from my yesteryear before I started mm -hmm. flowers, I was in fashion. and. To me, there was nobody, especially back in the early 90s, that was truly 
taking a brand and, and owning it mm -hmm. like the way Calvin did. And I think I learned so much um, about branding back then and I apply it to my business each and every day. Everything that we send out has a stamp of Belfleur on it. There's a look, there's mm -hmm. a prettiness. Um, we're not about reinventing the wheel. We've never been an avant-garde design firm. We've never been the indie sort of direction of bohemian chic. Yes, we could do it. Yes, we could do sleek, sexy, and modern, but we're all about the pretty. And mm -hmm. I realize that there's nothing wrong with being yeah. pretty. And that's what we do best. We make yep. rooms pretty. We make brides pretty. And our bouquets come to life and, and exude that sort of energy. We always joke that when we walk into, like sometimes we'll be setting up mm -hmm. or, or you know, going to look at a venue, right? and we can always tell when it's your wedding. Oh, because always. Because it's always very romantic. It, it is. Feels, it feels romantic. I, it, there's just something about it. We're like, ah, Bell Floor is here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very feminine, and I, yeah. and I embrace that femininity and through flowers. I think that uh, flowers are my medium. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's, with the gifting businesses, is very much in keeping to everything that I'm saying as far as the wedding business. The gifting business for me, is, it's as if I'm playing Cupid. It's as if I'm the messenger between the sender and the recipient and mm -hmm. understanding the sentiment um, that goes into why that client is sending something to their best friend, to their lover, to their mom, mm -hmm. to their daughter. Um, and I, I take that responsibility really seriously, mm -hmm. just as if, as if they were my client getting married and it's that one day of their life that I, that I hold in um, complete I don't know what the word is, but it's I. A true I, regard. It's a true regard. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. How many years had you had your business? Well, first of all, let's backtrack a little mm -hmm. bit. So, what made you decide that flowers, like it was going to be flowers, right? And then how did you get started? So I was in fashion and I was utterly bored. And <laughs> I, I went to Parsons both in New York and Paris. I thought I was going to be the next American designer. I really, I, I still love fashion and uh -huh. it's still everything that I learned at, in school is quite applicable. But I am very soft-spoken and I don't have that competitiveness to <laughs> climb that corporate right. ladder. And I'm a girl's girl and I just, you know, I like to share. I like to, I like to experience. I like uh -huh. to bond. and. Flowers for me, it kind of sounds a bit cliche. Um, it is, there's something very emotional about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It taps into my emotional side. Yeah. And I and I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. Still, still to this day, I can go to the flower market and I can get really carried away with this with scents, with the way a certain flower looks, the line, the fluidity of, of their line. And there's just something very um, fulfilling about being in the floral business. It's truly the most romantic industry in the world. I yeah. can't think of anything more romantic. That's like, I love that because, you know, going into this, I was like thinking, you know, really, like I was thinking, I was like, you know what I can't wait to find out about is why you keep the floral business open. Mm -hmm. I was like, because I imagine that the fragrance has become so much more profitable, even though they do buff, buttress one another mm -hmm. because it's just the scalability of it. But yes. hearing you, you just love it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, yeah. like I, I'll never give like, it up, no matter how big the yeah. fragrance business gets. And we have grand plans. We yeah. have really, really big plans for fragrance. And we've taken this little um, boutique business. Oh, yes, we have a beautiful big loft on Fifth Avenue, and it's grown into a sizable um, uh, business. But 
we see the potential for fragrance taking us to a global market. Yeah. In fact, this weekend I'm leaving for Hong Kong. We're opening up Belle Fleur fragrance um, all through Asia. Wow. And wow. we're launching it there. We're really excited oh about it. Gosh, so it has the potential. Thank you. It has the potential of being so much bigger than, than the flower businesses to New York City. Right. Um, it's still taking time. It's not there yet. Even yeah. though it, it is uh, widely recognized, yeah. we're, still, we're still taking baby steps. Uh, mm -hmm. So a question that I, I had is, when you decided to go into fragrance, yes. how much in-house knowledge did you have of that industry? How much time is spent researching? How much time is spent bringing other people in? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes people have ideas and they're like, I would love to do this, or I'm passionate about scent even. like right. They don't know where to go with that and I, I'm just curious. I had no knowledge okay. at all. I, I had an that. idea. <laughs> yeah. I had no knowledge. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I was naive um, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with being naive but I was really curious uh -huh. and I was really passionate and take yeah. curiosity and, and passion and that's a great combination for making uh, something come to life. Yeah. Um, and I think because I, have not, I don't have a lot of fears yeah. when it comes to taking a business from nothing and making it into something, um, it was running with it. It's take, just taking a, a little concept and running it. Originally, the fragrance business started by uh, an idea that I had of just gifting our clients with one particular scent that I loved, which was Mayan tuberose. Right. And it's a beautiful, uh, warm and rich and heady and seductive tuberose and gardenia and vanilla fragrance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. And I really wanted to share. Uh, this scent with my clients mm -hmm. and whether it was a wedding or somebody's house that I was decorating and all of a sudden Barney's heard about it and they said can you do a collection we'd love to launch more than just one particular fragrance in the store and it happened kind of organically yeah. so it wasn't a vision of all of a sudden breaking into the fragrance right. business right. and taking it by storm it was really just kind of this Ah, let me just create a candle, a scented candle, and I so went. So it was to, more like a marketing idea it that was. Just, just turned into a whole new it company. Turned, and then as soon as I started with my second and third fragrance, and now we're up to 17 fragrances. I had to wow. stop. I like this is enough. This is <laughs> this is plenty of fragrances, and now it's about kind of the expansion of going into the reed diffusers, and uh, we're now developing personal fragrance and Bath and Body. And that's going to be the evolution. That's the five-year plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you feel when that came, like, you know, on the one hand, Belfleur, the floral brand, is in New York. It's a, it's a giant brand. And I don't it's know a if it's name. a giant. You're being, I don't know. No, no, you're no, being no, really sweet. Think that it, and also, it's partially like a familiarity of like I know when it's somebody really, really special. I love to send them a Belfleur arrangement. And there's one person, Mary Warlick, always like she's always like, oh. And it's from Belfort. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited nice. about it. But you know, I think that that said, like then once you kind of get it into a well-oiled machine, mm -hmm. if you don't want to start going into destination or you don't want to start, I didn't like, want to. I never wanted to do that. Did you mm -hmm. then feel like excited about being able to kind of have this new mountain to conquer? Like Definitely. was it like a liberating feeling? And was everybody on board, or did people get scared like about the change? Do you know? No, I think first of all, I think we were embraced by the world of PR. Yeah, um, I think it gave us some something to talk about that was new. Yeah, mm -hmm. not that we ever ran out of. I can. Talk talk forever about flowers yeah. and we never ran out of content and material but I think the editors were looking for something more than just okay what are we doing now at Belfleur what's the new color palette the new flower choice yeah what wedding have you done recently at which venue um, but even though New York City is such, is a big city I, I felt as if I, I reached a certain point where I wasn't bored but I felt as if I had to kind of climb out of yeah. this local business, this yes. local mom and pop business. 
And with the fragrance business, it allowed me to all of a sudden reach out to the UK and launch mm -hmm. there. And now with Asia and with Russia last year, it's becoming a global brand. And we're, we're recognizing the editors are writing about it and, yeah. and clients understand that there's this authentic story behind right. the fragrance business. Yes. Our love for flowers, who best understands what flowers to pair together to create a certain, a certain scent. scent. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And also to create a certain sentiment. Yes. Right. No yeah. pun intended. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like, oh, I love it. It's so funny. I think like the thing that's been coming up again and again is like it's much easier to expand and grow when you have a true sense of who you are mm -hmm. and what it is that you're about because it's not just like a shallow add-on. It's, it's true. Of, it's coming as like... It's coming from a real, a true place. An organic place. It yeah. is. It is. And you know, it's... It, we're still growing. I mean, we're still in really the early stage of growth, uh -huh. and you know, we're definitely going to need a business partner very soon yes. and mm -hmm. look for investment money. We've yeah. invested our own personal funds into this, and that's going to be the next step. And that I am nervous about because I'm not a numbers person, and right. that does that makes me feel very vulnerable, knowing that I'm going to have to let go at a certain point. Right. Mm -hmm. I've always had complete ownership over right. everything that I've done, but in order to grow that business. The next step would be obviously to find the right kind of partner, right, or the, or the right investor. And that is—it's a, a matchmaking, it you is. know. And it's—it's um, it's interesting. Like I'm in this like kind of networking group of female founders, and one of them I've seen her kind of grow her business, and she's had this crazy thing where like the investors sort of decided they want to go in a different direction. Right. And I, you know, and I think like as a, as a younger version of herself, she was so excited for the investment. But if she could do it over again, probably would have found people that were more into buying into the vision. Sure. Not just the, sure. the and that that now. gets that gets me nervous. Yeah, because it is important finding somebody that speaks the same language, mm -hmm. that really mm -hmm. understands your vision, and that you're in sync with, with the direction of the company. Um, but I'm excited about it. I yeah. know that that's probably another it's year exciting. or two years away. Mm -hmm. So on the floral side, yes, and I think you know obviously the staying true to who you are. But what do you think has been the greatest like change? Because um, you know, we see it and we always say it, and I think we've written about it on the blog so much, like I, I always say, I can sell you a Belfour arrangement, I can see like a Saipu arrangement, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. it's, does it, it's funny because I feel like on this other hand, like some people have mistaken that sparsity that is right. actually meant to enamor, like show the love of flowers, right. and taking it to being like, oh, flowers aren't important, you know? Oh, it breaks my heart when somebody <laughs> would say that. <laughs> no, but like, has it been like, oh, I don't know, because you have like such a passion they don't, for flowers. That kind of like, client doesn't come doesn't to come us. To yeah. us. They but don't come to us. You've them out by not compromising, I guess. We know like, it's important to find out who your client is. Yeah. And listen, it's hard for me to say no to certain jobs. It really is because yeah. you know I have I have bills to pay. Yeah. And but at the end of the day, you know, finding the right customer and being able to. Um, market to that customer mm -hmm. versus the whole world a whole world of brides right whole new york city city of brides for me that's so important to really pick and choose which jobs i want to mm -hmm. um, invest my time with mm -hmm. right because i put everything into that wedding everything right. into that wedding and it's not about their budget it's never been I ha i'll have a bride that'll come in whether it's a ten thousand dollar flower budget yeah or a six-figure flower budget right. and and i still put every single bit of mm -hmm. my energy into that particular client and that project. What do you think is the key to maintaining a luxury brand over such a long period of time that it still stays fresh, but mm -hmm. like it maintains its quality? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
You know, we're attracted to a certain look, mm -hmm. and that, that look is, for me, if I was to find the right description, it would be quiet opulence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not about being showy, it's not about being ostentatious, but it is about this sort of subtle luxury. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we embody that. The flowers that we work with, flowers like peonies and garden roses and sweet peas and ranunculus, the list can go on and on. But there is a refinement. There's mm -hmm. this very refined look. It's tailored. It's sophisticated. Um, I was talking to a designer yesterday. We were creating something for a client who wanted rustic. We can do rustic very well, but it's not that kind of earthy, yeah. dirty. Yeah. Um, too na it's, it's not. Na it's ru yeah. Yeah. rustic. It's rustic. Yeah. Um, so everything that we do, whether it's cutting edge, cut, I'm sorry, whether it's cutting edge modern or whether mm -hmm. it's rustic it still feels like it's a bellfleur bouquet or arrangement right. there's this con it's a steadfast direction yeah. with our purchasing our designing the vessels that we use it's right. very consistent yeah. there, there's a there's a reason for everything that we're selecting yeah, yeah. to stay consistent and cohesive so I, one of the things i wanted to talk about is working with your mom yes which has been amazing <laughs> okay yeah. and tell us more about that like of people who start businesses yeah. with their you know parents or well, it's a fully family business because your husband works with you on the fragrance he does as well. yeah he does you know it has been um it's been incredible to work with my mom uh, she was a wedding planner before she was in the floral business she worked up in Westchester as a planner, mm -hmm. and the idea was we both started this business together that she would actually be doing the planning and I would do the designing, and it changed direction. Sometimes mm -hmm. when you set out a certain way, yeah. it doesn't always end up that way. Uh, we are so much alike, but yet we're so different. <laughs> right, yeah. We're uh -huh. so different. In fact, she's probably more modern than I am, and I'm probably <laughs> a little bit more um, classic. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting that we have this little reversal of roles in yeah. the company. We also, we, it's very emotional for me to talk about having family involved in business yeah. because yeah. Um, it's been so rewarding mm -hmm. to work with my mom each and every day for 19 years. Yeah. Even when we have a day off and we're not together on a Sunday uh -huh. or she takes a day <laughs> off on a Tuesday, we're still on the phone all day long talking yes. about something or if we're getting together for, with family for dinner, we're still talking about that client that yeah. we have to wrap our heads around together as a team. She's been a phenomenal business partner. Yeah. She really has. It's like, I think it, it wouldn't necessarily occur to some people that your mom would be such a good business partner, but in a lot of ways, they can see the forest for the trees sometimes. Who else can you yeah. trust? Yeah. And who else can who you, else can you trust? trust? And uh -huh. who gets you, who really yeah. understands. Yes, she'll come to my office and she'll say, can you clean up your desk? <laughs> and she'll still always be my mom in, yeah. in, in that regard. But we have such an amazing admiration for each other and what we do in the company. Yeah. And our roles are extremely different. Mm -hmm. um, she definitely stays behind the scenes mm -hmm. and I'm more involved with the design direction, mm. whether it's for a certain specific job or, or just the overall collection of the line. So, did you ever employ an outside publicist, or was it all always like self-generated? Or I'm just curious because, like, you've yeah. you've consistently always had very good press. We've been um, lucky. I mean, the press is in New York, so yes. it's easy in the sense of re 
reaching out to them versus being someplace else. Clients. They are yes. our clients. Mm -hmm. they, and we all, and they know they can count on us mm -hmm. to make their pages look beautiful. Right. Because mm -hmm. we're, once again, all about the pretty. Yeah. So they'll, we'll never let them down. Mm -hmm. And they do receive gift bouquets from us every single day of the week. And they're receiving it from great fashion designers yep. and celebrities. And so it's easy to reach out to them and to say, I have an idea. Yeah. Let's, let's mm -hmm. talk about the, um, I know the beauty of a fertile area, you know, some really abstract flower or some, and they'll grasp it and yeah. they'll, and they'll trust us mm -hmm. to do our homework and yeah. make their page look beautiful. So it's been, I don't want to say it's been effortless, but I've done my own press. There were certain projects when I launched the Belle Fleur fragrance collection, mm -hmm. I did hire outside because I really knew that I wasn't, mm -hmm. um, I wasn't equipped. And it's a bigger and, message. Yeah. It was. And it's a different there was a market, story. right? So. Exactly. There was mm -hmm. a story to tell, and I didn't want to be the only one telling that story. Right. So. Right. No, I think that that's actually sound advice, because mm -hmm. like I think people sometimes, it's weird how we think it's all or nothing, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. like you either have somebody on retainer every single no, month. No, it's not necessary. It's like it doesn't necessarily have to work that way, and it's like about being strategic, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Which is oh, there are strategies, strategies that have to be in place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what advice would you go back and give your younger self? You know, because I do a lot of mentoring now, yes. um, I hear myself talk about what I would do different. Yes. And I don't know if it's something different. I think it's a different time right now, and I don't think yeah. things that I could um, give advice for what I learned yesterday would actually work today. Totally. Um, I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm, I'm 19 years in, but I'm still learning. I'm not necessarily mm -hmm. um, there to, to offer a million different directions of advice. Um, but the advice that I would give it's definitely to find something that you're passionate about, mm -hmm. that you really believe in, yeah. so it doesn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. um, yes, there are stresses uh, of owning a business, but if you're passionate about it and you really love it to yeah. the core, um, it doesn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, is so important. It's not about, you can't look at, how am I gonna make a, a quick buck? Right. How am I going to impress? How am I going to lure this client in? It starts here first. You yeah. have got to really believe in yourself. You've got to believe in that product. You've got mm -hmm. to fall in love with it like it's your first baby. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, that's, that's how you mo most effectively then sell it, right? You do. You, <laughs> you do. really believe in it and you really love it. It's and not how you self-edit too. Mm -hmm. Like, well, that's mm -hmm. just not something that we would do because it doesn't fit with what, right? Right. Like, and that it stops you from getting distracted, I think, too, which helps Definitely. you stay focus mm -hmm. yeah and where do you well I think we know where you see it in five years but it's exciting to hear about where do you see Belle Fleur in five years? I mean years? I, I see it as a luxury brand yes. I don't see it as a floral business and yes. I don't see it as a fragrance business I see it as a luxury brand yeah um, and I think I can uh, tap into other other areas of flowers mm -hmm. whether it's fashion yeah. whether it's who knows the sky's the limit yeah I love flowers so much so whether it's the graphics of flowers whether it's um, personal fragrance there's so many different areas to go in I've always dreamed of having a flagship store yeah mm -hmm. being that I'm kind of tucked away in a studio in a loft mm -hmm. I don't have that walk-in business it's a lot of telephone business yeah and mm -hmm. even the stores that we're selling to, it's, you're not, I'm not really connecting. My brides, I do. Right. And I do one day hope to have a flagship store. Yeah. It could be tiny. I don't need a very big space, mm -hmm. but something that feels as if um, I can meet more people and have yeah. them really understand yeah. the whole vision of Belle Fleur. 
And, you know, and Erica Wiener said this when she was here, and I thought it was so great. She was like, there's something about when we opened that store, because she was like, she's got tremendous online business right. and really didn't need to bother opening the store. She was like, but there was something about feeling like you're a part of the fabric of a city mm -hmm. that people kind of can come in and come out, and there's that relationship. And I think They know where to find you. Yeah. It's not just yeah. about a telephone number, and it's not just about having a presence in social media. Yeah. That's all very important, but... Having a home, yeah. having a place that somebody could come to and mm -hmm. you can sit and you can talk with them and really get mm -hmm. to know them and mm -hmm. that to me would be invaluable. So that would be, be yeah. it, that would be probably a, a five-year goal. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. it's a great five-year mm -hmm. goal. Really quickly, because I, I realized I didn't ask it, but how did the internet and being able to process things online yeah. change your business? Um, from like, do you feel that it reinforced right. your your brand and that people can come to your site and actually just purchase directly from you and you don't get kind Definitely. of lost in the merchandising always? Like it's like I, I don't know. I think it's because it, you've got a beautiful site and it's mm -hmm. like I know I noticed like it's like you can order arrangements, you can also order fragrance and. I think that it's a tool. Yeah. I think it's a tool of marketing. Mm -hmm. um, I take it very seriously. I think that it's done num wonders to our business. Mm -hmm. It's done wonders in the sense that. Uh, we're easy to find now and you can really learn about us from different angles from the about us page about the product page about the PR page um, but once again you know I do love that human connection right um, mm -hmm. but it is important to have but it I was I was probably knocked to the ground a bit by one of our um, gals in the office Mary Kate she said to me when she first started within three months of starting um, and she's a dynamo. I mean, she's just this incredible, fierce. Um, I don't even. I, her title now. We just gave her a title, and I'm I'm <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Don't kill me, Mary Kate. Um, <laughs> but she came to me and she said, you know, you're doing a really lousy job on on Instagram. <laughs> and I said, really? Instagram. This is three months in to her job. I said, really? She said, yeah, I could really do wonders with it. You're really not. You know, it's just not hip. It's not cool enough. I said, just take it, just do it. Oh <laughs> and I was actually relieved because yes. I was stressing over yes. content. I was stressing over, what are they gonna think of me when I post this? Yep. And mm -hmm. I've never been that type of person. I've, I'm not a competitive person by nature, but I found myself stressing over what I'm gonna put out there. What's the message I wanna say today? Yes. Mm -hmm. And when I gave that responsibility to her, I felt a huge weight lifted. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she's done a phenomenal job. And it made me, once again, realize that Delegating is huge. It's yeah. really important uh -huh. to kind of pick and choose the things that you're good at. Yep. And having the having the openness and communication with your team yes. when they could be forthcoming and say to you, you know what? Let, let me take let me take over. <laughs> um, and it's humbling, yes, but at yeah. the same time, it's refreshing to know that. I'm approachable that they right. can come to me. Right, three months in, she mm -hmm. was like, she's not going to fire me if I tell her. Exactly, that, yeah. exactly. <laughs> she's owned it. The thing is, is like, if you've done a good job with your homework of, of distilling what that brand is, mm -hmm. like, somebody can take it over because they know what the message should be. And exactly. they kind of know what the quality level should be. Like, mm -hmm. it's an interesting, like, like if you've done that groundwork, then mm -hmm. it's easier to delegate, right? For sure. It is. Yeah. It definitely yeah. is. And I think our team... A phenomenal team and they work so hard and they really do understand the vision yeah and when I come over to the design table which yeah. is several times during the afternoon we'll analyze each and every arrangement because once again yes it's got to look like a Belfleur signature style but I, I explained to our team that they have such an important job they right. are carrying the sentiment of 
of love right. and you know what's more important than that yeah yeah what is more important I know than that? oh my gosh the, so Jill is such a romantic literally right now I she's know. like crying I know I'm like, I'm like so like about to cry no but it's true and I think but the thing is is that if you can get any job any any business and like boil it distill it down to the trans how is it transmitting love mm -hmm. that's like it makes it all such a better job. Like it makes mm -hmm. whatever you're doing so much clearer because you're like, is this like the best way to conduct this scenario? Mm -hmm. Is this the best, like, are we putting out the most quality work? Like, so like, mm -hmm. I think that it's just a beautiful way to get back to like what your like business yeah, is. I do. And I tell the design team, read the message. Yeah. Read the message before you start <gasps> designing. Oh, so you understand, you know, who we're actually designing for. And yes, you know, it's great when John Legend calls and he orders flowers for his wife. Right. And I'm not talking about like who's calling. Calling. I'm really no. talking about right. who is calling no, not, not like, and what's your reason. Make this for Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, because he's like, I love you. You want you exactly. Right? You want to yeah. actually understand that message that somebody's yes. sending because somebody's ill and they're sending flowers to a hospital. And yeah. very often, you know, I'm the one going to the hospital to deliver the flowers. Yeah. I actually want to be constantly yeah. involved in the different components of business. Right. I don't just want to kind of be at the helm and say, okay, you design, you right. purchase, you answer phones. Right. I actually love delivering the flowers. That's so nice. But it's very clear that you care about seeing how the flowers touch yes. people. I do. I, I love that reaction. Yes. And there's nothing like when you go into a bridal suite or when, when the bride's getting dressed yes. and you hand her her bouquet the day yes. of her wedding, hours before she's walking down the aisle. Yeah. That expression yeah, is amazing. invaluable. It's amazing. It is incredible. I mean, you guys get to yeah. experience it all the time, but for me, it's literally, I don't get to see her throughout the rest, throughout of, the the rest of the day. That's my one moment with her. You know, the interesting thing that, um, I know we have to wrap up, but that Carla Rutman said about this and that I'm noticing also is like, I think that what separates a brand from just being like a flower store, mm -hmm. a person who does food, it's that connectivity to the bigger part of that whole thing mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and realizing that it plays a part in something larger than just mm -hmm. like let me just get these flowers out of here because I've no. got to make a delivery yeah. right like it's like it's part of somebody's day or celebration mm -hmm. or whatever and it's like that's like um it's it's good to keep that in mind because I think it creates a more fruitful like product mm -hmm. no question about in it all aspects I'm sure that then that you take that to the fragrance portion as well because like, it's 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 created with the intention of being a gift for somebody else, like, and it just comes out. Yeah. And you're also transforming space through yeah. scent, mm -hmm. and so you're creating and a mood in an environment. Mm -hmm. And memory of occasion is like. Is there anything more? No, nothing. I mean, it's, how many how many times can we walk into a room and smell something and get a visceral reaction, yeah. good yeah. or bad? Yeah. So it's to me, okay, how do I transform the space? And now we're actually designing scents for weddings. Right. So a client will come to us and they'll say, we want a particular fragrance developed for our wedding right and that way we can buy whether it's the candles or the, the reed diffusers or right. personal fragrance and be reminded of that day mm -hmm. because there's nothing that triggers no, that emotion more than scent it's oh my been gosh. it's been proven by the top Science. scientists yes. absolutely Dracar noir mm -hmm. back in the night <laughs> we know exactly <laughs> what that smells <laughs> like <laughs> thank you thank so, you thank so you much for coming. thanks for having me and what you guys are doing you're just empowering women and you're you're connecting the dots and you're putting us all together and making it very real. Uh, the ups and the downs of owning a business or being involved in, in this industry. So I commend you for what you're doing. Thank you and so much. Thank you so much for having me today. And Meredith is at Belfleur, New York on yes. social media. Yes. And um, we're at Besties in Biz. And um, you can check out this video and all the videos at bestiesinbusiness.com. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, that was so fun. So